0: Houdet Nation, and thanks for joining us on the two-point conversion instant reaction show, the, the Don't Control the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I am your host, Jason, today. And the season is over. Dennis Allen had his first career-winning season as a head coach after the Saints just destroyed the Falcons 48-17 in their most complete performance of the season, probably the most fun game in the stands all season. We even had multiple waves going on in the fourth quarter. I mean, we haven't, we haven't had that in a while. No booze that I can recall. Derek Carr played a great game. The receivers caught everything. We actually ran the ball well. And outside of a couple of big plays early in the game, the defense really clamped down. And, yeah, it was just a dominating performance. Everybody was feeling good, despite the fact that we knew that, that by the end of the game, Tampa had won, so we were going to be relying on a few games later. Which didn't end up coming to pass. Um, Green Bay won, so the Saints were officially eliminated from the playoffs. But it was a fun game. It's um, just a shame that it took so long to play this way. This is the team they kind of thought. And then obviously, what happened after the game, we can get into later because that set off a giant firestorm. But for now, we will talk about the game. And with me today is just Wesley. It's a two man show today. What's up, man?
1: What's up? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty pretty crazy day. I mean, the one thing I'll add in that I wasn't at the game, so that you would have missed, is so the Panthers lose this nine to zero. Having said that, the Panthers lost nine to zero. I watched the Panthers score two touchdowns, one taken away by a fumble into the end zone, like as DJ Chark was diving into the end zone, and the other by a penalty. So, like, <laughs> and then they missed the field goal as well. So, this real easy. Just, I, mean, I watched. 17 potential Panthers points um, <laughs> disappear in a game where they only gave up nine. So well, I mean, one, was-
0: one thing that was really frustrating was that they did not show that score in the yeah. Dome at oh, all that's during so the game. Crazy. Didn't show it at all. Like They showed all the other scores, did not show that one, and of course I didn't have a cell phone signal <laughs> up top, but luckily somebody next to me did. It's weird. He's on T-Mobile, had a perfect signal. I'm on AT&T. Zilch. I got the SOS on my phone. So it was it was frustrating that they didn't show the the score like come on what the fuck you all doing like just again another thing this organization is just I mean, doesn't that's, but anyway that's, yeah that's, that's more
1: it. why we didn't make the playoffs but this right in this game incredible game and i just kind of talk about like as the, as the game went on and i think our team has you know has learned to be good in the second half of games we won the second half of this game 31 to 0 it was 17-17 at halftime um, the Saints had given up a couple of uh, big plays like you mentioned um, I mean like a 71 like a yard play and a 56 yard play um, the Falcons came into this game with only four plays all year over 50 yards and they had two in the first half so uh, I mean that like had a couple of nightmares with some old Saints defenses that just gave up the huge plays but they shut it down um, in the in the second half Um and just dominated.
0: Yeah, I outside, outside and I know it was frustrating to watch those plays unfold. It was early in the game, so there was still time you know, close game. It was very frustrating to see those plays, especially it just the first one was just a busted cover, the second one was just a bad a bad angle and then poof, he was gone. But yeah, I mean they tightened down outside of the play outside of those plays, the Falcons didn't do shit until you know, they had to drive it at the end of the half where they drove down to kick a field goal. But other than that defense played pretty well. I mean, the whole team, like I said, the whole team played well. The offensive line played great. This was, seemed like this was the best rushing game we've had all season. Kendra Miller, we finally see him and he had, a, he had a nice game.
1: Well, I mean, and then kind of also too, the um, the defensive line was great against the rush. Like that, that's where I th- you think with Atlanta, where we're going to have problems is they're just going to run all over us. Um, and they had 25 carries for 78 yards, only 3.1 yards per carry. I mean, that's a recipe for Beating an Atlanta team by thirty-one points. Um, yeah, I mean the I, I only thing I didn't expect that.
0: Yeah, no, I mean the only thing you say there wasn't a ton of pass rush, but we've kind of seen right. that all season. That's, I but, think that's yeah probably a thing. I, and I wasn't really worried with Desmond Ritter in there. I mean, yeah, he had those two plays, but that was just kind of our our fuck up. But you knew he wasn't going to make a big a big play to win the game. I mean, he threw that interception right to Taylor. I guess like
1: I mean, threw that it right? Was, at that him. was that was a weird. That was a weird. He threw it right at him. It wasn't like the receiver ran across. Like, Taylor was just standing there and he threw Uh him the ball.
0: (laughs) He's like, oh, shit, yeah. You want to throw it right to me? Yeah, I'll pick it.
1: Um, So, I mean, speaking of Taylor, so we can talk about the defense. um, So, But Taylor got benched again in the first quarter. (laughs) Um, I mean, both big plays were ones that Taylor was with the receiver and then stopped being with the receiver once where – he went over the first one just went over in a weird thing to stand next to his teammate who was guarding somebody and let a guy run down the sideline. And then when Bijan Robinson ends up with a 71 yard touchdown, um, Taylor dives after a ball that like he was never going to touch. Um, I mean, unless he was Superman, um, he goes diving after a ball when he, he would have gone into position to make the tackle, to make it, you know, a very small gain or, I mean, unless, Bijan breaks a tackle, which Taylor's been decent at tackling. And he makes this dumb hero play that never has a chance. And um, he got pulled from the game right then and there um, and stayed out. The only reason he went back in actually was Isaac Yottam gets taken out with a concussion that um, makes Taylor come in and Taylor worked on the outside um, from then on. And it was kind of a funny thing because like, I think in his first or second play. I <laughs> mean Ritter just throws the ball right to him while he's standing footed it was it was uh, it was crazy
0: yeah uh, it was just kind of wild wild game
1: kind of a cool um throwback to see Tyron Matthew one one for one thing has four interceptions this year um which is really cool to see with at his age and uh, there's a lot of things he does where you forget that he's getting older until you see him return the interception. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he, he returned 75 yards uh-huh. to the one yard line. But that's one that just a couple years ago, like he's dancing in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, he joked about in his postgame press conference that he got caught in the Matrix. <laughs> um, he, he didn't understand he's like that uh house number 63 caught him from across the field and, and brought him down at the one yard line so but, but really cool to see from tyrell mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah 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 defense locked down i mean and the offense just just kept moving the ball car was pretty accurate today the receivers caught everything at perry a nice game you know not a lot of volume for everybody yeah. but everybody made a count I mean, Alave's catch was was great. The the, I, I bobbling I, tip that was one of the best catches I've ever seen.
1: And it's crazy because I mean, you one you'd sit there and say like, if somebody was just bobbling a ball three times, you're like, well, why didn't you just catch it the first time? Well, he didn't catch it the first time because there was a there was a defender between him and the ball. Mm-hmm. He reached both arms around the defender's head and tapped it up to himself, so that it wasn't like knocked down or intercepted. Like it was, I was. And hey, Chris Olave. The knock on him last year was contested catches. He has fixed that. We got we got told that he worked on it. He's had some crazy catches this year while going to the ground, or while being hit, or while being you know defended and like tipped balls to himself. Like he he's got all the potential to to be like one of the best in this game. Like it was that was a insane catch.
0: And it looks like they found something in Perry. I mean, his his first touchdown catch was was great. Um,
1: well, the, the, the third down catch when we're backed up to the end zone. Um,
0: oh, yeah. A big one I didn't want to oh, be that's right from there at all. No, you're right. No, that, that yeah, because that was when the game was still pretty close. That was a that was a big play in the game. And
1: then oh. hearing him talk after the game, the confidence and work ethic that he clearly has and the way he's talking about. Um, and he was talking about like they were saying like, oh, well. He, he told him, he's like, he's been coming in doing the Tuesday workouts with Jameis because he's been part of the practice squad. So him and Jameis have a good, um, you know, rapport. And he's like, even though he's been like elevated, like he's still going and doing the second, the other practices with Jameis. And he was saying that if they made the playoffs, he was still going to do the extra practice with Jameis. He's like, well, I got to be ready. What if Jameis ever comes in? I want to be able to have a, have a great rapport with him. I want him to know he can go to me. So just cool to hear him uh, talking and that guy could be something. He's mm-hmm. six foot five, and he's proving he can go up and get the ball. And I know he can run. There's there's something there for a, for was he a seventh round draft
0: pick? Sixth round, I think.
1: Sixth round, yep. Um But it's so,
0: it's it's at least something to be excited about going forward. You know yeah, that
1: that's 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 a good one. I I I, uh, I I do like that. And then I mean, you know, Rashid Shahid too had another thirty nine mm-hmm. yard catch. And yeah, um, we actually had um. Five people with plates. three catches and a and then somebody else with four. Taysom had four. Okay. And Jamal Williams, Jawan Johnson, A. T. Perry, Chris Alavi, and Rashid Shahid all had three catches each.
0: Wow. Yeah, just kind of spread the ball around. Like I said, not a lot of volume, but yeah. everybody kinda of, like I said, everybody played well. It was it was a real it was a, it was a team effort today. It's just it's a shame it took eighteen weeks to play like this. But it was fun to watch, especially against the Falcons. I mean, like I said, coming into this week, whatever happens, playoffs, no playoffs. I just want to beat the Falcons. Yep, well, I wanted oh, to beat the Falcons that. and spank to spank them like that. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. And
1: I, I know you mentioned it, but the man, I'm not gonna just go too crazy on Kendra Miller because he's been hurt since his since college. Basically, mm-hmm. I mean he he hasn't played meaningful two games in a row for us. Um, but today 13 carries for 73 yards, um, as well as a catch for six yards, which I mean, it's good because he came out of college like having caught hardly any balls in his entire college career. But the runner we saw today and the touchdown, there's a a still picture of the touchdown where he's at the four yard line and there are four defenders between him and the goal line. And he's, and if I showed you that picture and said, What are the chances somebody scored on this? You go, Zebra, I mean, that's. There's four large humans right in front of you. um, And he just was, he just went like, but the, the, what we saw from him, the mixture of power and speed is what we, what we saw from him in college and what we hoped mm-hmm. would translate to the NFL. And if he can be healthy, there's, there's really, really something there. Mm-hmm. Like so he could be a special running back, but I mean, I'm not gonna, it was a, it was a 17 game season and he was healthy one game. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm right. not, I'm not, I'm not overselling you that next year he's going to lead the league in rushing. Um, but, but there's it, at least we saw that part because what we've questioned all the mm-hmm. time is one, we don't, we can't be healthy. And even if he was healthy, would he be good? Mm-hmm. Well, now we know if he's healthy, he's good. So at least, at least there's one of the two, at least there's right. At least there's one of the two boxes is being checked. And then, um, then of course, Jamal Williams, listen, it hit 14 carries for 26 yards. And this is kind of like what he's had all year. Um, it's in three catches for eight yards. Now he did after leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns last year with 17. He did have his first touchdown. He finally of, got it of, of of the year, and so he'll he'll finish the year with one. Um, so which which is good for him. Um, and I know I, I kind of heard some things uh, after the game about why that touchdown was important to some teammates because he, when Adam Prentiss went down, he did take on more of. He basically became a fullback. And I get it. He's been doing a lot of blocking, which wasn't his specialty. And even catching balls wasn't never necessarily Mm -hmm. his specialty. And I think, you know, Alvin's dealt with injuries and suspensions. I don't think that Jamal Williams was put in the position to be successful that he intended on being in when he signed here, which Mm -hmm. was being a goal linebacker and spelling Alvin Kamara and being a tandem with him. And none of that's happened for him. So, um, I think he's also struggled. Um, I think Detroit's proven they have one of the best offensive lines in football last year and this year. So um, we'll see if there's something to, to build on there for him. Cause he is under contract for next year.
0: It was kind of surprising this game cause everybody else ran pretty well, had a good average, but not, but not him kind of and the same really old, did. same old.
1: Well, and then uh, again, crazy taste, some game, six carries for 51 yards, including a 27 yard rush, but also four catches for 28 yards. Um, He's four or four on targets. And I just I mean that that's great that he had I guess ten yeah, ten touches, but mm-hmm. I I think he should get the ball more. I was really <laughs> I, I just, hoping.
0: Yeah, like I, I was I mean, really hoping. 48,
1: 48 points. I'm not gonna gripe out the offense. I don't wanna, right, right. I'm not sounding really dumb yeah. here, but but in the not this game, he should have got it more. Throughout the season. Oh yeah,
0: throughout the season. Yeah, for sure. The well, 10 look, touches
1: a game should have been his minimum.
0: Yeah, like we, we'll we'll get into it in the off season. We had a lot of time to talk about. Obviously, missing the playoffs by a game, so many ways that if they just don't blow the Green Bay game or bl- lose the Falcons game, get behind 21 nothing to Detroit. I mean, all it took was one other win, and and you're in. Um, but one thing I really was hoping for when we were in the red zone was was Taysom comes in and he actually throws a touchdown to Graham. Cause that's the only thing that, that would have just great. blew the roof off the dome. Everybody would have gone nuts. Like that's, it's kind of like the only thing they were missing today was, well, was, was a play like that.
1: There was a lot, a lot of people on social media calling after we got up to whatever 31 or 34 points, whatever it was a lot of people calling for Graham to get a touchdown and dunk it because like the penalty doesn't matter. Yeah. And you know, uh, the, the, now he had said the reason that he wasn't dunking is because last time he got fined $32,000 and he figured the next time would be more money because <laughs> that was a preseason game. So, um, I mean, I'm sure there would have been a GoFundMe me to get him 60 grand or whatever, but there was a lot of call for people wanting to see, um, Graham,
0: give, give the fans what they want. That's at this point, give us what we want. Ugh. so, so, I mean, outside of everything we've talked about here, obviously there's a, Another big talking about we'll get to. Is there anything else before we get to that?
1: Um, I mean, Lou Headley punted four times and he's still not a good punter. He's got to yeah. be gone. Um, group A was two for two. Um, and I just we've got to bring in competition for, mm-hmm. for groupie, but it was it was good to see the two of them kind of do what they had to in this game. Yeah. Um I this is now the second game this year where I've said that maybe Lou Headley is not the worst punter in the NFL. <laughs> um there's, there's been two games where there's been somebody
0: worse. God, that and, shank today by the Falcons punter was glorious. <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah, was, I think it ended up being a 27-yard punt. And, and it honestly it didn't even look that up. good.
0: Like, it looked worse than that. When, oh, they, yeah. when he spotted I was like, I'll take the, I'll take that spot, but it seems like it should have been even,
1: even well, worse the, than that. The punter knew. Like, the punter, as soon as it hit his foot, he spun and looked the other way and buried his head uh-huh. in his hands. Like, he didn't even see, like, oh, maybe it'll go further than I think. Like, mm-hmm. he just just killed it. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, str- strangely enough, as you kind of said, the, I think the most activity there's been on Saints social media this year happened 10 minutes after the the, the game um, leading to an hour after the game. And here, here I want to lead into here's why it's crazy. Dennis Allen's <laughs> been hated all year by a lot of people, um, including me. <laughs> and including, including Look, I've,
0: I've been <laughs> on, since we hired him. I haven't liked him.
1: Dennis Allen, when Jamal Tyron Matthew gets his interception, takes it to the one yard line. Um, we bring in Jameis. Crowd loves it. And Jameis, they line up like they're gonna kneel, but they hand the ball to Jamal Williams to get his one touchdown of the year and to bury the Falcons forty-eight to seventeen. And everybody loves it. Everybody's <laughs> like, maybe Dennis Allen is that dog. Like put his foot
0: on their right? throat. Like, like st- Petty. St- st- I love Petty.
1: Petty. I mean, this is the Sean Payton when he did that to Malcolm Jenkins mm-hmm. when we're we're um, killing the Eagles a couple years ago and we throw the the uh, yeah. uh-huh. the, the touchdown um, to 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 Alvin Kamara. And like everybody, like nobody's talking trash about D A. We just won the game. We're gonna see if we make the playoffs. But D A. did this kind of like baller thing, and then to make it better, Arthur Smith is caught on <laughs> national television. Why the fuck did you do that? I can't believe you did that. Like he's clearly upset. Won't shake DA's hand. Kind of yelling at him. And we're all like, "Yeah, because you know what, Jason? Fuck the Falcons. Always." So, Arthur Smith is crying. He's probably about to get fired. DA has his shoulders up and you can say he's like, "Oh, I understand." But like he's saying something and and it's just it's awesome. You're like, "Maybe D That's kind of cool." Right,
0: like he actually got us behind him.
1: It's, yeah, like it's he, crazy. He, like he's actually in more positive posts on social media than I've seen about DA ever in a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, since he became head coach, yeah, um, is and it lasts for <sighs> seven or eight, ten minutes, and then we go to the worst posts I've ever seen about DA since he became. No matter all the losses, all the stupid, keep doing what you're doing. Today, it got worse.
0: It's amazing because at that point, like I had just gotten in the car and we and we left and they were going from the post game, like from the whoever was on the radio. And they oh, let's go to Dennis Allen. And that was the first thing he led with. And I'm like, he didn't just say like, he, come on, man. Like, really? He to, to...
1: opens his press conference with an apology to arthur smith and the entire atlanta falcons organization it's it's a Wait, wait 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 here's what's worse okay one he apologized to the falcons and arthur smith he did not say i apologize because now that i'm looking back on it like i just wanted to smash them because the game was still four minutes but i made a bad call right no 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 it's much better I just, Dennis right. Allen told Jameis Winston to kneel down. Jame, so players came and said, "Hey, we're the, we're one the one yard on. We want to get Jamal Williams a touchdown because he hasn't had one all year." And Dennis Allen said, "No, go kneel down." The players, from what we've gotten now, the players went on. Jameis asked in the huddle, "I think we should get a touchdown for Jamal. What is ever I think?" And all he said, "If all eleven people hadn't agreed, they wouldn't have done it." Mm-hmm. all 11 people said yeah let's get jamal williams a touchdown and they celebrated the shit out of it and dennis allen threw those players <laughs> under the bus and like admitted that they <laughs> he, they asked him to get the player because it meant the player touchdown because it meant something to the whole team right,
0: right he said no and they went and did it anyway like at least at <laughs> least just i mean his lack of awareness in press conferences has been stunning all season, but just say like, like, yeah, you know, we, we did, we wanted to get it in. I'll, or just say like, I'll, I'll handle it internally. Like, don't, don't do anything to blame your players who there's already rumors out there that, and we kind of figured there's, there's probably a few players that don't really care for him. Like, just, just learn what this, like, how does he not know what to say? But it's
1: so, so uh, first of all, outside of what he said and all, um, there is any, hey, as bad as Tiki Barber is as a commentator, he's bad. But the other commentator was like, "Oh man, yeah, I don't know if that's a good move. I don't like. I kind of agree that Arthur Smith is upset." And Tiki Barber goes, "You know what? If you don't want somebody to put 48 on you, stop them." And that's Tiki the- Barber wasn't talking. To... That's not a thing. If if they got to the one yard line, like stop them. And the way so- I
0: always look at it. it- Everybody, so all, all these guys that. are getting all these guys are getting paid to play football. Yeah, we're going to score. You stop us. You're getting paid yep. to play football. I, I like you score as many points as you want. I don't care. Right. I don't care about someone. There's no written rule. Score and stop me. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to.
1: And D.A. could have said that. And anywhere in between there of, oh, man, that's just, you know, or or he could have been more respectfully one and said, like, there was four minutes left in the game. And yeah, we were up this many. But yeah. th- crazy things happen in football. Mm hmm. You know, or he would, have, or how about this? This would have been the thing. It meant a lot to Jamal Williams and the other players on the field. It, My team, that's great that Arthur Smith feels bad about his team. Mm-hmm. My team wanted to do this for this player. And my team and their feelings is more important than Arthur Smith's feelings. I mean, that would have been fine. But no, he, he flat out admits that he didn't call Jameis out. Jameis admitted to this. Is that yes? I did. The, like we, we as a team decided to get Jamali touchdown. And I mean, Da yeah. has been, as much as he had. I mean, really, for the win today, and actually for the extra touchdown, and for making Arthur Smith cry on national TV, had won a little bit of. I think people have been. It helped that people have been accepting over the last couple of weeks. Okay, we keep hearing we're going to keep him. Mm-hmm. Oh well. At least, if we're gonna keep him, at least he has this in him that we didn't never seen before. At least he, there's that. Nope, it doesn't. And then
0: it came. And then it came out he didn't have that in him. He doesn't have that. In
1: and him. it's and it, and he took it way too far. It would have been one thing. It's just he took it way too far. It like it, in this no is like in no way should he have been apologizing.
0: No, like he's he's done a lot of things to get himself fired. Just that press conference alone, absolutely, was, is is enough to get him fired. Like you can't. <laughs> You can't say. Uh, I'm. I don't know why I'm stunned that he said that because the guy's been an idiot and we've seen it. We've been stupid all season,
1: he but just, he I, has been here long enough to know. At le- I mean, Sean Payton was petty about the Falcons, and you know, Cam Jordan has been petty about talking shit about the Falcons' quarterbacks for years. Like, this is the one team that you. I don't think you should apologize ever. This is the one team that you just you just don't come out and do that,
0: right? I, it, it was such a dramatic turn like you said such a dramatic turn
1: and and honestly every single and i i could be wrong with this i want to go i'm pretty sure i've seen a negative tweet about it from every single person that covers the saints in the media mm-hmm. like like the real media actually everybody's like oh, oh no fucking way mm-hmm. and they're all retweeting Jameis. <laughs> J- Jameis is the, the the lore of Jameis winston has oh, built he's, and he's probably he's a, never taking a snap for the saints again
0: he deserves saints all of fame just for what I he mean, did today
1: you i know. mean my goodness yeah it's but this this is a this is this real quickly in 10 minutes this became a bigger story than the win like mm-hmm. like really there was more tweets about this like nobody talked about the win anymore right nobody dominating. talked about right here's mm-hmm. what we need for the playoffs it was all about the, can you believe Da just apologized to Falcons, and then a few minutes later we get the Jameis stuff, and it's well, and then, and then how you about the this? Tweet. Um, Colin Saunders, um has has the video? Somebody put the video out of Arthur Smith doing his little crying, and Colin Saunders retweets it and says, "You need to shut your hoe ass up." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let's just go back into, that like not every player is agreeing with Da on
0: this. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I would say. None, nobody on the team agrees with him on this. I mean, every I said, like the players, they've been around and look, that's, that's the weird part. Like Dennis Allen's been around, he knows what this rivalry is. Like, come you on, think. man. I mean Oh man. I can't wait to hear what, what Mickey has to say about I mean, because this is just I mean, you don't say this. It's amazing. Like a 48 to 17 win over the Falcons. That should be the talking point. It's not. It's crazy. Should be all only of like just when you think Dennis Allen couldn't do anything dumber or do anything crazier. There we are. It's he continues to amaze, I'll give him that. <laughs> it's Oh my god.
1: Well, and then like you said, um I mean, Eric McCoy had stuff about it and he was the one saying that was a collective, mm-hmm. all 11 people in the huddle agreed that this guy deserves this. Um and if it wasn't as a collective, we wouldn't have done it. And and again, I get it what they're saying, like there's nothing disrespectful about it. Like this has nothing to do with them. This has to do with our team and our mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. Um so it's uh again, I think it's just completely out of touch with your locker room. Yeah. Out of um, touch. It's and yeah. I don't think the organization is smart enough to <laughs> realize this is even going on and that okay, maybe we yeah, we just won 48 to 17, but maybe this should be a reason to move on i don't think they'll look at it that way Mm -hmm. um i'm I'm waiting to see once the saints media rather than just tweeting actually has some time to write some stuff about it i want to see like how in depth they get into this um and then end of the season kind of I, i i hope somebody at the end of season press conference asks Da, like do you realize that the saints fandom hates the falcons and is absolutely turned off that you've apologize for something that you shouldn't be apologizing for
0: somebody's got to i mean he has to yeah
1: it's it's disgusting though like i mean mean, he's this isn't his first year here he's been here for a long time mm -hmm. and you can't tell me he hasn't heard anyone say fuck the falcons right and like he has he hasn't been in a defensive meeting and ever screamed it to like fire people up before or after a game really
0: it's it's just another man. It's just another in the line of of things about him. Like, but hey, I didn't look, think
1: he I didn't think he had this level of stupid in him, though. Like he said lots of dumb things and he's done dumb interviews. This for me, he's been here too long to not know that. I just I just can't believe it.
0: It's, and, it's stunning. It's And again, you stunning. have multiple
1: players coming and saying like, hey, this matters to us. Let us do this. And you're saying no.
0: Maybe maybe he was still in shock because he realized he just had his first ever winning season as a head coach. And he was he was still in a stunned moment of, of I don't know what's going on. Holy shit! I just had my winning record. Like, his brain just wasn't right. Maybe
1: I think that before <laughs> this game he was at a thirty three percent winning percentage. So this puts him barely. I think he's twenty five and forty eight, something like that. It's something. Oh bad. man.
0: Ugh. Yeah, um, just an amazing end to the game,
1: and it was. It, it really was confusing because then I saw like a couple people saying like, wow, we're not even talking about the Saints win. That, that was, and I and I agree, but it really was. Yeah. He had done if there was any way for him to. I don't know if endear himself is the right word to the fan base. But by winning the to last two weeks, the way that we had, there was at least like, OK, like I get it. We're at least we're accepting that he's coming back next year. You've told us we're probably coming back. I get it. I get it. He is coming back. So I'm just going to stop. Stop even bringing him up. Mm-hmm. Like, you better fire Pete. You better fire the offensive staff. But I get it. You're going to keep DA. Whatever. I'm just going to ignore you. I'm not happy about it. But but you're ignoring me. So I'm not going to say it anymore. And this was this was the... He had gotten there and he was lasted for 10 minutes.
0: Man, like I said, just when you think he can't do anything, anything dumber. I mean, just a truly put it in the lube man like uh, amazing it's just uh, I still can't even believe that that's what he like I still it's, can't it's believe that that's crazy. what he said
1: crazy like if we were playing I mean just a random team the the Giants team that yeah. doesn't matter to us and but you still I don't think you should come out and apologize I think you, I mean like even, even with them but like you know like uh, you know those stuff going on, on the sideline I don't I don't think you should apologize. You should never apologize
0: for anything as a head coach.
1: but you definitely don't apologize to the damn Falcons.
0: No. Oh man, just unreal. After the best, your your most complete performance of the entire season that you just put together, and whatever it's a it's a a footnote.
1: (laughs) I I, and I want to say this because I'm very um, sensitive to people or myself or anybody being a hypocrite. If we were losing forty-one to seventeen to the Falcons and they crammed a touchdown in to go up forty, I wouldn't say a word. I, I, I honestly would not be like, oh, that's petty. That's unsports. There is no sportsmanlike.
0: It's like, it, it it's professional sports. You get paid to put the ball in the end zone, and our players and, get paid to stop you.
1: And beyond that, this is a rivalry where we post crazy things on our board, our game board, about their fan base and about their city, and about. Them, I mean, I guess we're never gonna stop teasing them about the the Super Bowl.
0: No, they they and, did it again today when they did the US yeah, versus them. It's never them. They gonna showed, stop. Yeah, they, so, they showed so the I, the Super Bowl.
1: I get it. They've made jokes about Katrina. We will always have twenty eight to three. Like there is no crossing the line now after those two things. Mm. Like I mean, there there is no line anymore. So you you can as long as you're not trying to like actually hurt somebody. If you're just beating their ass up and down the field and trying to score sixty on us next year, Atlanta, if you can do it. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, um I really would not be. I would not come on here and be like, I cannot believe that trash franchise scored an extra garbage time touchdown. I wouldn't mention it all. No. Because that's yeah. part of the sport.
0: It's 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 a rappery. Yeah. So alright. Well, we'll we'll save our final thoughts for the show on Tuesday because I'm sure we'll have plenty more. I can't wait to hear Jeff and James's thoughts on it. Uh so that's all we have for your for your the show today. We want to thank all our listeners for downloading and listening each week and hitting the auto-download so you can listen to it anywhere you want. You can follow us on Twitter, not X at Don't Patrol PCAST, Don't Patrol UK. We're on Facebook. Don't really post a lot. But we will have our uh, our next show this week. We'll still have Pickums this week because we got the playoffs coming on so Pickums is still alive. We just won't have any more game previews because the season is over at 9 and 8. So get your bottle of champagne and celebrate Dennis Allen's first winning season as a coach. And I will say bye-bye, 24-season donkeys. 23-season donkeys. Like bye even bye, I can't get Arthur that right. Smith. I'm sorry. I apologize. Bye-bye, lard ass The Dome Patrol podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.